You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the show. Thank you as always for tuning in and for being here. So today we have another episode in the Genius Session series where we have somebody who's hopping on and doing a coaching call. And today that person is Amanda Warner. So here is Amanda's bio. Amanda Warner is a conflict resolution practitioner trained in both mediation and conflict coaching. Different from therapy, conflict coaching is a collaborative process between coach and coachee to discover the skills and techniques needed to handle conflicts in both personal and professional settings. Her soon-to-be-launched website offers one-on-one sessions to tackle everyday challenges with loved ones, colleagues, and friends head-on with skillful question-asking, self-reflection, and resilience. So as a conflict resolution practitioner, Amanda's target demographic that she wants to go after is helping young women who are aged 18 to 30 and who are professionals that need help asserting themselves at work or in their personal lives. She wants to help them live a more stress-free life and improve the quality of their relationships. So this is truly a one-hour coaching session of us together hashing through her ideas and really we spend a lot of time figuring out what packages she could be offering and how to price those packages, which are two questions I get asked usually the most when I'm doing business coaching with any type of soon-to-be business owner. So if you're in the same boat, I think you'll find this coaching session really supportive. And one last thing before we dive in, I was traveling and recording this while I was away, so my audio quality wasn't that good. So please bear with me. I totally apologize. And going forward, I will be sure to figure out a better mic situation when I'm away. All right, let's go to the show. All right. Well, welcome to the show, Amanda. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So I was going to actually start off by asking, based on the book, what were your gifts that you found? Just to give some listeners some context before we get into your amazing questions you have today. For sure. Yeah. So I really enjoyed going through the book and having it like force me to like put pen to paper when it comes to figuring out what my strengths are. You know, I think a lot of people like broadly kind of have a sense of what they're good at, but being forced to write it down like really helped me. So for me, I would say like my strengths that have always just come easily to me have been things like listening to others taking on perspectives of other people. I've also always enjoyed teaching and other gifts that I identified as like sort of a common thread throughout my life were helping others, leadership, and also being part of a collaborative like experience. So those were things that all came up for me in the course of reading the book. Oh, I love that. It's all very aligned and tied to you doing work as a conflict resolution practitioner. So that's what I always love to hear, how your team yeah. gets like turned into, you know, a, a totally. business. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. let's, let's hit the ground running with some of your questions. So first thing you would want to talk about is like pricing and mm-hmm. how you were going to like price up your offerings. Tell me more about Tell me more about what you want to offer and sell. And then we can kind of get into the discussion around how to price some stuff. 
For sure. So how I envision it going in terms of what I sell, I think the main like thing, the main product service would be the one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that anyone who does the coaching would need more than one session, even if they only have one problem that they feel they need a coach to deal with, like one issue, one conflict. I know from like the training I've done that generally one session, it's enough to get you going, but probably you would need like two to three sessions to like fully reach resolution at the very least two to just like wrap things up in terms of like what went down. So based on that, I think I've like noticed how other small businesses have marketed their products and like they'll normally do like they'll have like the base one session, like you, for example, like you have your base 30 minute session, then you go up to three hours. So for me, part of me is hesitant to just be like, oh, here's one session, because I know they won't see necessarily results in just one session. But my thought is, there'd be like maybe the two session pack or like, uh, I was thinking because I'm new, first pack or first session is free, second session is paid, something to that effect. And then um, I think down the road after I've done just like personal conflicts, like one-on-one for a while down the road, I would look into like consulting for organizations and things like that. But I know that that would be like a whole beast of its own. So I'm not even sure if I'm ready to, to imagine those prices, but um, yeah, that, that's basically what I would be going for. Okay, great. Yeah, that gives me some good context and some understanding. Yeah, I think we should totally tackle the one-on-one stuff and just, like, park all the consulting down the road as, like, a, mm-hmm. you know, cross that bridge when you come to it. Mm-hmm. I think with the one-on-one, I I like the idea of, you know, you having, like, a taster and then mm-hmm. a, a longer-term mm-hmm. package. I definitely agree with the work you do. You're going to need a long-term package for sure. I mean, and then when we use the word long-term, that's whatever feels good for you. So is that, like four calls in a month is that a three-month package you know that's more about like you choosing what feels right for you but Mm -hmm. I I kind of like the idea of yeah you having like a like a single session or something small and then a longer term thing because I could see people totally coming for like a your little single session or a two session pack and then wanting to work with you for like three months yeah is that kind of what you were thinking as well I think so and I think what I'm realizing based on what you're saying is it needs to be adaptable. Like some people's situations when they come in, it will be like a two session situation, but then other people will need to be working over three months. Say Mm -hmm. it's like an issue at work or something like that. Like those things unfold over time and they're not just like dealt with in a sitting. So yeah, I think just having the flexibility in what I'm offering to people, but also giving them the taster because a lot of people have never done conflict coaching. They need to see what it's about. They need to see is it different from therapy? Like, do I really need to be paying a whole other person for this? So I do want to offer like it free almost like at first, but reading your book, I definitely have been influenced to think it would be good to avoid offering free. So I'm kind of torn about that part of it a little. Yeah, I definitely have some thoughts for you. I would say you could always do a free consult call, you know, and that's not like Mm -hmm. coaching, but just like, Essentially, consult mm-hmm. calls like helping somebody make a decision and them getting to know you. And I teach the breakdown of a consult call um, inside your conscious empire if you want to get detailed to have two. But um, that could be your free 
thing versus doing like a free right. session. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like for you, like for your packages, a, a single session to like get to know you, get to understand what conflict resolution is, what it's like working with you as a practitioner might be a nice starting point, like one single paid session and then they like it and then they would hopefully carry on and buy like your one month slash three months slash like six month package, whatever that package is. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that's kind of how I would envision the flow for you and having like a little, free little consult call, kind of get to know you, understand what it's all about. They would do like a paid single session, get to try it out in a paid sense. And then if they like it, keep working with you in a longer term way. That's the way I would envision like the customer journey. What do you think? How does that feel for you, Amanda? That feels right. I would be curious, like how you phrased it was interesting, like one, three or six months. And I think it's interesting looking at it. Like, do I package it like as a monthly thing or do I package it as number of calls? Like, do I be like, oh, a four call session and we do it as often as you want six calls. Like just trying to think what gives me the most control. Like maybe it is better to frame it how you said, like over the course of a month. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's a good question. It's kind of how you would want to build out your offer. Generally speaking, when clients come to me, I'll give them, like, here's a base of what an offer would look like. And then over time working with clients, you can tweak it to how you like it. So it's like, if you didn't know, I would be like, you could do a one month package, four calls, calls are every single week, you, you know, that's it. Or like three months package, calls every single week for three months. And those would just sort of be like the base packages. But I think it depends on your work. If you want space in between calls, if you like seeing your clients every single week, everybody's always mm-hmm. a little bit, coaches are all different. You know, some people want to see them, you know, twice a month. Some people want to see them mm-hmm. clients once a month. I would say if you don't know, when in doubt, start with one call every single week for a month. And then like, uh, work with a couple clients, try out that package, and then you can always rejig it later if you want to face it more apart. But I'd say start with like a base, something easy. Yeah, like that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, four mm-hmm. calls, call every single week. That's sort of my go-to, just to keep it easy. Gotcha. Yeah, okay, that's helpful. I think that makes sense. Yeah, and in terms of pricing, how were you thinking about approaching pricing? Like, what felt good for you? Or what did you have in mind? So for me, I've also been doing training as a mediator, and I feel like I am able to see like online a lot more rates when it comes to mediators advertising their rates. Uh, A mediation, though, it's a really long, complex process. So their hourly rate, I think, reflects the complexity of what they're taking on. For an individual coaching session, I don't have a lot of numbers to go by. I know conflict coaches are out there, but they're not as upfront about their pricing. So I do feel like I'm entering an industry where I know there's other practitioners. I know there's some demand, but I'm a little bit less confident. Like, I think when I've looked up other jobs in the past, I've really been able to gauge for myself what's what's reasonable to accept. Whereas with this field, I'm I'm a little bit less certain. Yeah, that makes sense. What number would feel good for you to charge, Amanda? Like, okay, say I worked with you for an hour or somebody came to you. What number would just feel good for you to, like, charge and, like, receive and, like, see that sale come through via email? Like, you got paid X for, like, one hour of your time. Like, is there a number that just feels good for you? We'll just kind of start there with sort of pricing before I give you my input on pricing. (laughs) 
Of course. Yeah. So for me, I think with, uh, let's say I was doing like the first paid session Mm -hmm. before, like the first paid session someone had ever done. So Mm -hmm. we would have done that consult, which would have been like maybe like a half hour of my time. And Mm -hmm. I probably would have spent about 30 to 40 minutes like prepping for the session. Mm -hmm. And then I would do the session itself. So maybe I would do like two, two, two and a half hours of work before they got charged. So Mm -hmm. I would think something between like the 50 to 100 dollar mark at the minimum mm-hmm. my senses are gonna go higher than that um but that just feels right for me like if I got the money coming in and it said like you know 49.99 I'd be like okay like fair but I think if it was something like maybe like 89 dollars something like that like I think that feels a bit more right for the amount of time that was put in um for a single session that's that's kind of my instinct like it's less than 100 but maybe more than 50 I really do want it to be accessible like the Mm -hmm. conflict I want to offer I want to offer it to when I start out at least to young women who are in similar positions to me so I know they're not going to have like the most amount of money as like a 35 year old executive would so I want it to be affordable and I want it to be different from therapy I want it to be something that they could easily add into their life um which makes me feel like something the order of 59 89 dollars but that's just my instinct okay cool so just to recap doing a session a one hour session with you also requires you doing 2.5 hours of back-end work so it's like really they pay for the one session for a one hour call but they're getting three and a half hours of your time correct I think how I would do it is they would get, let's say, half hour of my time with the consult and then an hour of my time for their prepping for their call. So in total, they'll have two and a half hours of my time, um, oh, I guess. Oh, I, see. I yeah. see. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. You know, I was thinking for your one hour call, I kind of the number that I intuitively felt into was 97. So I think we're kind of in the okay. same ballpark of this like 89 you know, I was mm-hmm. thinking at like just that, just under a hundred. Um, I think 50 is going to be a little bit too low because okay. you're, you know, because mm-hmm. I think that's to compensation for your time, like doing, you know, mm-hmm. two and a half hours of work. Generally mm-hmm. speaking with coaching, it's always like, if you do a one hour call, there's usually about an hour of back end, So it makes sense that you're mm-hmm. clocking in at 2.5 hours of just mm-hmm. time at this person. Mm-hmm. I liked your 89. Like if that felt good, I, okay. I think that's a nice place to start. I think it's always good with pricing. To kind of come in with like a Goldilocks number of like not too hot, not too cold, like a number that just feels just right, number that you feel like you're getting compensated for your time, like mm-hmm. nothing where you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm doing all this work and I'm barely making any money, and also not too much where you're like, oh, I feel uncomfortable saying my rates because this is mm-hmm. feels too high, but just a number that you feel good at. And you can always totally. move prices up, but I would say to start, um, I liked mm-hmm. your 89 if that felt good for you. Okay. Yeah, it does feel good for me. It feels like I'm definitely charging what I think I'm putting in, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't feel totally outrageous either. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think I'll I'll ease into that, and I think it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good place to start for like a one hour session, and then for your mm-hmm. other package, it being like a month or like the three months, I would mm-hmm. just see those almost. What numbers would um, hold on, I feel like I should get a calculator out here. One sec. In terms of, of like, course. what these sessions would look like price-wise. Because, like, the, off the top of my head, I was like, oh, a one-month package could sit in at 
like around a grand, but I just want to make sure that the numbers are right on that one. And I'm not just like pulling sure. ideas out of nowhere. Um, so if you were going to use this sort of same base rate of like $89 for like a one one session, then like a four session with you would sit in at like 350 ish, like 356. Right. Okay. 356. Yeah. For like a one month thing. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It depends. This is where you want to start thinking about your packages and like, as well of like, what, what do you want to offer in terms of um, yes, more or like, less. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. do you want to offer email support? Like, do you want to essentially, like, beef these up um, and build them to a place where the, you know, a package maybe is, like, or building out a package at a price, at, like, a $1,000 level. You can, if you're, there's kind of different ways to approach pricing. One of the ways you can also look at pricing is thinking about your income goals or, like, how much money you're wanting to earn from this business. So, say, for example... Mm -hmm you want this business to make you 5k months the easiest way to think about that is like okay how could i build out a package that's a thousand dollars and sell five of those every month to five clients and that makes me a 5k month and then thinking okay what would a thousand dollar package look like you know there's just different yeah. ways to structure so if you want to kind of go in easy with just the pure numbers and math you could do like the 89 single session and then a longer term package, you could give them like a little bit of a discount for mm -hmm. buying them more at coming in at like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what would be good, like 297 or like 299 gotcha. for, for uh, yeah. the four month, the four weeks and the one month. Yeah, I like that idea. That's a good idea. And I think a lot of people would actually be attracted to the one month plan just for the yeah. reasons I mentioned. Like people mm -hmm. kind of know that these conflicts like, as, as helpful as my sessions will be, they won't necessarily be fixed in a week. So I think the four mm -hmm. weeks is a really nice timeline to get things sorted. So yeah, that feels good to me. Yeah, I kind of like that. I feel like it's like an intro rate. And the thing you can do as well when you start, you can be like, these are my intro rates. You know, I'm working <laughs> with like five clients at these. I'm, these are the packages. You know, marketing it in a way where it's like, I'm taking five people at these rates for these little packages and then taking it from there, you know? Yeah, because um, like over time, you'll probably want to shift your packages around and change up your rates. But that's always a nice little easy marketing strategy to use at the beginning of like, I have this $89 session and I'm offering it to like five people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that kind of marketing message. But I I like if you like it, 89 for the one session and 299 for the longer term thing. For the yeah, one that month. sounds like a deal because people can really easily identify 299 as less than three fully mm -hmm. paid sessions. So I think that's or not three, sorry, um, four fully paid sessions. So yeah, I think that sounds sounds like really good numbers. Yeah, and it's whatever whatever you want to do. If you wanted to bump it up higher, like to be um like three forty nine or sorry, yeah, yeah, three forty nine or whatever number whatever mm -hmm, you want to mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Just whatever it is, you want it to just be a little bit less, right? So it incentivizes mm -hmm. them to buy the bigger part package. Mm -hmm, of course. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, cool. How do you feel about the pricing and sort of those base offers? I feel good. I feel excited. You know, I know you've done this like a lot. Like you've helped young women basically in my scenario, which is like just starting out. So mm -hmm. I think it's great to be able to talk to you because you have like a temperature gauge on what's reasonable, what sells, what doesn't. So yeah, I, I really like those numbers. And I like that we're sticking with like what I said with the 89. For some reason, that never felt good. So yeah, feels good. 
cool. Okay, good. Yeah, I think those are I think those are good and it's also nice because I think I have a feeling that a lot of people will be new to this idea of conflict resolution, which I know this is a side topic, but I definitely feel like you will want to for sure be in your marketing talking about like, what is conflict resolution? Like, mm-hmm. how is it helpful? You know, here are some things we could work on in a session, just like that education around what it is, what kind of problems you tackle, you know, just so people can totally. be like listening and be like, oh yeah, I could totally use that. Or like, yeah, that's me. Like, I need that. I need help with that. A hundred percent. Yeah. I definitely need to introduce pe- some people to like the concept of what it is. And so, yeah, I think the education part will be important for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to chat anything else about the pricing packages that like the two offers that we've sort of. I feel good about on? starting out. I feel good about starting out with those two offers. And hmm, part of me is like, I should also have something for someone who like really wants to go like, you know how some people like will commit to like a gym membership or therapy, like just for like, they just go for it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like there might be a person out there who's just really ready to like devote themselves to like working on themselves. And yeah, I kind of feel like maybe I won't generate this right away, but it could just be good to have up on the site advertised as an option, maybe something to the order of six months, 12 months. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you could always put it out, you know, put out a six mm-hmm. month because with the six month package, if somebody really loves it, they could buy two of those. You know, I used right. to do that when I uh, used to so do um, like a build a business for three months. And then after they were done there three months, if they wanted to keep working with me, they would just buy another three months package of build a business. And we'd right. work for six months, right? Or another one. And we'd be working for like three quarters of the year. But they were just buying that mm-hmm. same package because I used to have a six month. And, um, yeah, people, I noticed people just kept buying it in the three month increments. So I was like, okay, that just makes everybody's life easier. We'll just keep reselling this one package and they can kind of choose. So it's like, if you build the three month, um, they could just keep buying that if they want to continue the journey with you. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You could always, if you feel called, you could have the single session, the one month and then uh, a six month and then just see, see if you get any hits, see if you get any bites, mm-hmm. you know, just just sampling, you know, seeing what happens. I'd be curious as well, like in, you know, six months to a year from launching, once people buy a lot of those one month package for, packages from you, are, you know, it's like, do they want to come on for even longer, you know? But that's just like, I think right. that's stuff that just like comes with time and just you mm-hmm. feeling into things and knowing also as well from your standpoint of running your business, like what do I like to do and what do I enjoy and mm-hmm. do I like longer times with clients? Or maybe you find you like shorter times with clients, but that just comes from you you know, taking action and, and sort of seeing what you like and what the clients are liking and then sort of rejigging it from there. Yeah. Yeah. That totally. Yeah. That sounds right to me for sure that I'll just have to like evolve and change and see what works and what doesn't. And yeah, that's, that's great. Yeah. But I definitely feel like your two, those two offers that we've mapped out are going to be like your, your key offers, like the single session mm-hmm. and then like the one, because those are very easy. yeses, easy price points, easy entries, you know, to mm-hmm. working with you. So those are going to be the the main your like main offers. I I feel like for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Cool. Um, should we go on to question two? Sure. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Your favorite tips you give to rejig things when the fish just aren't biting after a launch, after launching services like one to one coaching. So if you put something out and it's sort of like not working or not not really jiving what to do that that's the question that you're asking correct 
Yeah, absolutely. Just like, what are your like go-tos? Like, what would you change first? Would you change pricing first? Would you change like your marketing approach? Would you change like the education component of how you're describing and like pitching things? Yeah, I'm just curious about that. Yeah, my first question when stuff goes out and doesn't succeed, which is also very common, so totally it's like never like you've done something terribly wrong. It happens to everybody. I've had so many things of that just didn't click. Um, my of first course. question always is kind of going back to this concept of like idea of validation of like, did the idea get validated? Did you talk about it with your target market? Like, did you go through ensuring that you were hitting the right pain points, addressing the right goals? Um, validating offers is something I teach really in depth in your conscious empire. It's like that step between I've got this idea, I've sort of fleshed it out, I've made this package, mm. now I'm going to validate it and then I'm going to launch it. Just we're launching with a little mm -hmm. bit more confidence. So sometimes that piece gets missed. So it's usually, that would be my first question is, you know, did we do enough research? Do we, do, we, mm -hmm. do we feel like we're hitting the nail on the head in terms of does this offer clearly address the right goals that the customer must reach and clearly remove the right problems that the customer is trying to get rid of in their life? Um, that would be like my first gut. And then secondly, after that, sometimes it's a communication like marketing issue of like is this offer really well worded given that the customer wants this offer but like is it worded well like is the copy mm -hmm. good is it clear um because there's usually things that can be tweaked in there and then the third thing i'd look at is how well was it marketed and how much marketing did you do and like were you able to get on console calls there's like many factors that go into something being successful but those are sort of mm -hmm. the main key like idea validation um, and then it being extremely well written and clear, and then the third being like very well marketed and like marketed like a fair amount versus just being like, gotcha. I said it once on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's helpful. That's a helpful way to think about it. Like checking in with, is there the demand for it? Did I clearly explain what I was offering? And like, did I get the message out to enough people? Yeah, that totally makes sense. And my feeling with the conflict coaching, I've spoken with, well, because I kind of identified early on that I think the people at this stage of my career that I'd best be able to serve are young women my age at the similar-ish place in life. I've more or less surveyed my friends and because conflict is so present in everyone's life and it affects everyone's like relationships, either romantically or at work or with friends, like there does seem to be, I think, a demand for coaches to help people through certain, not even phases, but certain iterations of a relationship. And I feel confident that if the service was presented to someone, maybe they wouldn't have reached the conclusion on their own, but that they would be like, oh, yes, that that would help me cope with this thing going on at this time. But I have a question for you, which yeah. was, I have been reaching out um, on LinkedIn, really trying to expand my network. Every single person I know, I have sent them a request at this point. And I was wondering what you thought about, I know I should shy away from offering too many things for free, but I thought about, because I want to gather as many testimonials as I can, not just from close friends yeah. that everyone on my Instagram will recognize as like, my closest bestest friends yeah. but people like in my network who know me trust me because they just on a base level know me but reach out to them and be like hey like I don't know if you've ever thought about conflict coaching but 
if you ever wanted to give it a try, like we could do a consult call or should I offer them a free session? And then maybe through that process, get a sense of just how much demand is out there. Yeah, in terms of like you launching this business, you mean? Or like for exactly you know, to gain, gain like testimonials, like what what both. is like I your, guess okay both. I guess I feel like pretty confident that the idea is validated to some degree. Like I I mean whether or not I'm gonna be able to capitalize it is like yet to be determined, but I do feel fairly confident that it's a service that like people would want. It's a a problem point people do want solved. It's more like yeah, I guess maybe it is more about the gathering of testimonials that I'm thinking more about. Like, I just want to, I want to approach people in like a non-aggressive way. And I feel like maybe sending like a personalized message on LinkedIn, just being like, hey, like, this is what I'm doing now with my life. Like, hope you're well. Like, let me know if you'd ever want to do a session for free or like do a consult for free. Like, I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, I would take this in two directions. I would say we can look at it from a mindset standpoint and we could also look at it from a strategy standpoint. So like the mindset piece of being like what part of you feels resistant in you like launching and like, you know, getting that first sale or like working with those people like initially and earning like money in this way. And then the strategy piece of being like, how could we get interest and, you know, generate traction? Um, do you feel like there's like a mindset, you know, block or a place you feel stagnant or stuck or like question? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great question. So I think now that you've divided into the two, I think like through reading your book and like doing like some self-reflection on what I want this endeavor to be, I feel like I've let go of most of the resistance, most of the self-doubt, and I'm more or less like on board with giving this project a try should it fail it fails but like I I feel like I have the mindset and yes I think what I'm now asking you more about is the strategy of reaching out to people in a non-pushy way but also in identifying the importance of using my community of people I already know before I expect strangers to buy the product and then using them like for the testimonials or, or what have you spreading the word to other girlfriends that they have that they have this great experience with a conflict coach and yeah that sort of yeah yeah, totally. Okay, makes so much sense. Yeah, I would say from like a strategy point, I would say, I will say I'm very hesitant to, I also, I am not a lawyer, so this is not legal advice, but <laughs> I would say I would be very hesitant to recommend you doing free stuff just because right. usually when coaching or helping or consulting, you always want, never giving somebody advice, get them to sign a document. You know what I mean? Just to protect right, yourself yeah. from a legal standpoint. Totally. So I would say- mm-hmm in terms of something free that you offer would be like a free console call or another way around it. If you want to gather testimonials and generate buzz and just work with people, you could do this. And this is something I recommend a lot to clients when they just want to get some initial traction. If they feel more confident doing it like this, you could say my single session is $89. Um, but like, would you, would, would, would you want to work with me? Um, I'd be happy to do it for you for like 45 bucks, half off. You know, it would be an hour um, and in exchange, if you like it, you can write me a testimonial. But I'm like offering this special deal to the first five people just to, you know, help and get my footing and it's 50% off. And at the end, if you enjoy it, you can write me a testimonial. That way you're doing paid work still. It's just that like half off 
um, and then yeah. it would be signing the contract officially. So you're like legally in the clear. That would be a, another way you could go around it. So I think that might be an easy way to dip your toe into the water. Is that that like 50% off mark for X amount of first clients? What do you think about that? I like that a lot. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that was the missing piece for me. I was being feeling hesitant about offering it for free, but also feeling like making those sorts of connections with people I already somewhat know was also a smart move. So I mm -hmm. think, yeah, doing it that way of like half price. I have another question that's specific mm -hmm. to the type of service I'm offering. So I think for me and my mind, um, obviously offering my service to help with conflict is a more personal ask than um, offering like, let's say, like con uh, business coaching or something. Yeah. It's almost different. Like, I feel like there yeah. could be pushback because people don't necessarily want to be vulnerable and, and discuss those things. So I want to really make sure that when I reach out to people, it's not like, oh, I'm reaching out because like, I just assume your life is conflict ridden. Mm. Rather, I guess I would need to come up with like an opening line or two that talked about like, how important relationships are, or just like how important they are to success, like in career, like almost market it to be like, I'm wanting to offer this to help you like, level up in your professional life, yeah. or like be really make your relationships deeper, like kind of positive spin and then they can do with that what they will because if they actually have a hard conflict they're going through like obviously they're going to jump on board but yeah what are your thoughts on that on like being like sensitive to the topic definitely I totally get that in the same way like if you were doing like therapy or like something personal mm -hmm. you know what I mean mm -hmm. um I think the way you would I think more than anything is just like a marketing phrasing Mm -hmm. problem to solve of just like how can you word this in the way in which you suggest it I was also thinking the same word like level up like how can you like level up at work by being able to like better handle conflict or like work through you know issues with your boss you know what I mean but using emphasizing words like level up um this is not what you this is not you're not doing success coaching but in that sort of mm -hmm. phrasing mm -hmm. of personal like personal success um feel more confident uh, feel like you can speak your needs, um, level up your performance through being able to manage conflict and challenges effectively. Like always, I say in, when you're writing stuff, how can you phrase it in the positive? Phrase yes, it always in yes. that positive lens, which I think you're naturally doing. Oh. So I would say like think about it in that kind of sense. Um, how do you feel about that? Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. Yeah, I think that's where I was going and that just like reaffirmed it that yeah, I'm gonna have to be super conscious in the type of marketing phrasing that I use because it can be a subject that people see. And like, well, obviously people see conflict as negative and part of the coaching is trying to like unlearn that and see it more as a opportunity uh, for some growth in the relationship either with yourself or, or with the other person that you're in the situation with. So yeah, I'll have to be really conscious of that, I think. Totally. And something that I just came to me is I think you would do well by having a page on your website that is literally a tab that says, what is conflict resolution? And then talking yes. through what it is. And then as well, all the positive benefits people can see from it, just because I think you'll get that question a lot. So it's just mm -hmm. always good to define key terms or key things up front. So everybody's on the same page. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and then I also was going to say, I loved your idea of like reaching out to your immediate network because you're always going to get those initial sales from the people you already know in that immediate mm -hmm. network. So I think that's a really smart strategy. And then, yeah, you being like, I'm offering this at 50% off for the first five people. And if you're interested, I'm, gonna, I'm giving like a free console call to, to connect and check in. 
I think that might be, yeah, I think that's really smart and really strategic. And I think your intuition and mind was already in that direction. And I think Mm -hmm. that's like a really easy way to like lean in, in terms of getting those initial customers in the door and those, yeah, yeah, first few clients. Um, I like that strategy. How do you feel about that strategy? Yeah, it feels really good. It gets me excited. I'm like making a mental list of everyone I'm going to message. So I'm excited. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. And the other idea that I had, and you don't have to take action on this immediately, but it Mm -hmm. came to mind because this is actually how my therapist said that how she built up her business was she did a lot of workshops. She just hosted a ton of workshops and she ended up becoming fully booked because she would go to like organizations and do a free workshop and teach therapy skills or something. Or she would go mm-hmm. to the community center, teach a workshop. But I would say, especially with conflict resolution, I'm always thinking about like in a long-term setting for you, Amanda, like how do you get in front of your ideal audience, especially mm-hmm. with like the work conflicts or like mm-hmm. relationships and friends or, you know, family, definitely with the work stuff, I could easily see you going into companies and like doing a little workshop or like posting a little zoom workshop. And at the end you're like, Hey, by the way, I do this. Um, you know what I mean? And, and getting awareness and clients from that kind of thing, but that's like a down the road, like, you know, totally, you, can look at yeah. this, you know, a year out from now, whenever it flows, mm-hmm. but I could totally see you doing that as a way to get yeah. in front of more folks. Yes. You know what this reminds me of is in, it was either in your book or on you, on your site, you talked about how it can be really beneficial to give some content for free. And you reference like do an IGTV live, like do a story, like do just little things like that. And I've always thought that when I do launch, I really do want to grab people's attention by giving them like little mini almost workshops about just like what conflict resolution is, what conflict coaching is, and like what types of things they'd be able to learn, but like be more personalized in the one-to-one call. So yeah, I think you saying the word workshop does make me think of that. And it makes me think like, how can I do that on a smaller scale at first? And then like work it up to one day. Yeah. Like presenting in front of a company and, and, and consulting with them for sure. Totally. Totally. Cause I could totally see you doing, you know, a year from now, like a little zoom workshop for, mm-hmm. you know, 40 employees, you know, about conflict resolution. I feel like, and that's, you know, you could pay, you could get paid for that. And that would be mm-hmm. an easy thing. Like, I feel like that's like a really easy thing for companies to invite you to yeah. you know like that's a that's a great thing to offer so that's just that was an idea that had come to me when you were talking about it that's, thank you that's really helpful yeah I've written it down so I'm excited <laughs> cool um and then we I want you want to talk about question three which was originally registering your business which I in a really quick summary I would say talk to Corey Sterling of Conscious Counsel who's my lawyer he works internationally he's linked at kellytrack.com slash tools um, okay. Thank you. If I, you do want a lawyer, he's uh, he's great, and I send everybody his way. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. That's perfect. Yeah. And then in terms of naming your business, mm-hmm. my this was your other question you had asked. I would just go with like AmandaWarner.com or some sort of iteration of that, just because it's. Gotcha. I always recommend it's your name. You know, mm-hmm. if you tie it to a niche. And you want to change niches down the road, it's just a pain in the butt to, to change all that. So I would say pick like pick your name or some iteration of your name that you can just hold on to. Like, you know, back in the day when I was doing like health stuff, it was it was my business domain was called thewildmanifesto.com. And A, that was a mouthful. B, I could never imagine using that now to sell business coaching. But I was like so grateful I changed it to kellytrack.com earlier. 
because yes. I've changed so much over the years and my name has been consistent <laughs> and the other that stuff That is hasn't. so funny. <laughs> totally. You know, I first bought one of your eBooks when you were the Wild Manifesto. I oh bought the gosh, elim- wow. Yeah, I bought the elimination diet cuz oh. I was struggling with my oh. own gut stuff. Oh my god, and my so very first I- product. <laughs> Yeah, to this day, it is somewhere on my computer downloaded. So yeah, I've been around. And oh, I really appreciate you telling me about the name thing, because I've definitely given it a ton of thought. And like the fact that you right away said like, oh, just like make it your name is so, so funny to me, because I was just on a call with a family friend. Her name's Lawrence Inez. She has her own like online business too, oh, helping yeah. women with PCOS yeah you know her there you go and the first like advice she said to me was literally like you know like what you offer will change over time like what your programs are the names you will change a hundred times just like you referenced that you did so she's like yeah your name is constant just like go with Amanda Warner and I'm like oh my god like everyone's saying to do Amanda Warner I'm like I gotta do it like I have to not be shy just like make it my name like yeah, yeah, it feels weird though. It feels yeah. weird making it my name. I don't know why. I definitely understand. I know I had felt weird calling it the Kelly Track Show. I had initially called mm-hmm. it Heal with Kelly Track and then outgrew that. But I was so nervous to put my own name on it. And then it's one of those things where it's like you feel nervous about it, but like when I changed it out, I don't think anybody said a peep. Um, yeah, but of it course. does. It does feel. It definitely feels weird because it's like it's like oh, I am this thing and like this is my business and it's like got my name on it and it's like. Well, people like Oprah, they have their name on it, but like I'm nowhere as good as Oprah. It just, exactly. It just feels really like legit and like professional and like a big deal. So I totally get it. I think that's really natural and normal to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm putting my name on it. But I think business wise, it's going to be the easiest for you just to mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. it your thing. And then you can always, I would look for a domain that's like amandawarner.com. If that's taken, you could do like Amanda Warner Studio, Amanda Warner mm-hmm. Co. I have like right now, right now I have, amandawarnercoaching.com but do you think the coaching is like a little too limiting like maybe Amanda Warner Co does amandawarnerco.com sound weird like is that just me like I'm like uh, I don't know what what are you what are you like what are your just like creative instincts on like the whole naming naming thing I would say I always like to recommend if you can get a getting a dot com is truly always the best. I feel like a dot totally. campaign. So whatever's available, like Amanda Warner studio, I do agree. The co.com sounds funny. So like Amanda Warner company, Amanda Warner. I'm trying to think other like little, a third little word. Yeah. You know? Okay. Um, yeah. Something. I might like have to stick with coaching, yeah. but then if something else comes up, like I'll go jump on it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I definitely agree with you. Like I'm going to stick with the dot com. So yeah Fun. yeah i would yeah. just like look at business names just like take it into your awareness over the next whatever like couple weeks here of just like looking at business names and seeing what else is at the mm-hmm. end like true studio yeah. crew is not a good one but you know what I mean like <laughs> team company group you know something like the what is what is that third word you know just yes exactly of something like easy to spell and fits i would just yeah but i would make it amanda warner something.com yeah okay Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. That's helpful. I feel like since you and Lawrence both said to like, go with your name, that just, that gives me the confidence. If you both have said that, I'm just like, yeah, okay. It just has to be that. I have no choice in the matter. Decision has been made. Done. Totally. The universe yeah. spoke. <laughs> the universe has spoken. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Let's do the next question. You said you're working on a jazzy bio. How do you get your passion slash genius across in the bio? Okay. 
when making a bio, I would use this framework. I help X people do Y so that they can do A, B, C, D. Um, nice, okay. That I help X people do Y so that they can, so do, they can do A, B, C, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Cool, so okay. That's, that's like your like yeah. short, sweet like Instagram bio, little homepage, about page, something quick mm -hmm. and easy. Love it. Perfect. Um, and you can always make that like longer, you know, when you're writing yeah. on a sales page, but that's sort of the general gist of how I would frame yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Yeah. Cause I want like it to be clear, like I'm a conflict, um, coach, a conflict practitioner, what have you. But like, I also want to make clear what my genius is that my genius that like informs that, you know what I mean? Cause I feel like people yeah. will maybe gravitate to the words representing my genius more than they will gravitate to the word conflict coach right because they're like what is conflict coach but if I say I'm a xyz um then that might draw them in I don't know that's kind of my instinct so yeah that's helpful that's a helpful format yeah and I think when talking about your, your genius and your gifts and your background the way I see it visually in my head is like all the stuff that would go on your about page explaining why you're amazing your educational background your past mm -hmm. experiences your personal gifts like literally just it's like your your about page is almost like your living resume of like here's all the reasons why I am suited to like support you and help you and here's everything about me uh, it's really a page where you're really selling yourself and emphasizing your accomplishments and why you can uniquely help somebody so I would kind of put those to more towards the copy that would go on an about page yeah totally okay that helps me thank you yeah how do you feel about that question do you feel like we answered that one yeah, I feel good about it. You know, that's something that'll, I'm sure, like, evolve over time and, like, I'll write something, I'll love it, and then a few weeks later, I'll totally change it. So I know it's a work in progress, but that feels like a good framework to, like, start out with, for sure. Yeah. I think even what you had sent in was very clear. Like, you know, what you had said, you mm -hmm. could say, like, I, I'm just going to rephrase something general. So it's like the, I am a conflict resolution practitioner trained both in mediation and conflict coaching. I can help you tackle everyday challenges with loved ones, colleagues, and friends head on with skillful question asking, self-reflection, and resilience so that you can do A and B and C. Like nice. that to yeah. me is so clear. Like even those two sentences that you sent in, I was like instantly mm -hmm. in my head, oh, I know exactly what she's talking about. Like it, it was such okay, a clear vision in my head. Like that was great awesome. wording. Okay, so, thank you. Yes, I love that ending. So you can do ABC because that like really redirects it back to, okay, what is the impact they're going to see in their life? So I love that. Yeah, yeah. And obviously like tightening all that stuff up. So it's more, yeah, shortening it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's okay. Even on like on a sales page or you can make it more of a run on sentence and then you would like tighten it up right. for like an Instagram bio. That makes sense. Yes. Okay, yeah. love that. Cool. How do you feel about the bio? I feel good about the bio. Yeah. Cool. Okay, sweet. The next question was, what signs do you advise people to look for when they know they are ready to launch a course? I would say get fully booked with one-on-one -on -one clients first and mm. be like at mm -hmm. capacity and then move into a course. Essentially, you want to like sort of have like a framework. Usually what I would recommend, because this is what I did for myself, I essentially had a three-month package about, you know, build a digital business, and I really refined that with clients, and I knew my process. It was based on how I built mine. Once I had, like, mastered it with clients, I was like, I'm just going to take this and turn it into a self-study course. And I had already had yeah. clients that I'd worked with. I already had success myself, success helping others, so it was easy to launch and be like, 
this is what I teach, but just learn it uh, on your own and go at your own pace. So I would say gotcha. refine something. And especially if you want to just take your process and turn it into a course, refine it mm -hmm. with at least five clients where you feel like, oh, I've mastered this with these five clients, you know? Okay. And, you know, I would say probably like be fully booked. And then when you're at that point where you're like, I want to like just take this copy paste and sort of turn it into a course. That's sort of, that's sort of the time when I think it's good to look at launching a course. Nice. Okay. That perfectly answered my question. Thank you. Cool. Anything else about that one? Um, no, I mean, like you said, like, I know it's going to be like definitely down the road. So mm -hmm. nothing's bringing to mind right now, just cause it's like, I'm processing one thing at a time. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you're on the right train of thought for sure. I would just say, yeah, mm -hmm. you're probably going to be focusing on those sessions and mm -hmm. marketing and selling those sessions. Those the one single call and like the one month package, getting really great at that, booking yourself out. And then totally you'll hit that point where you're like, I'm tired of doing one-on-one -on -one work or like I need some passive income or like I, mm -hmm. you know, want a different creative project. All I do is talk to clients all day. You're, you're going to hit that sort of wall and you're like, yes, let me make a course. Like it'll, you'll, you'll feel it. You'll feel it. And then you can be like, well, now it's time to launch a course. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. And my thought with that is I also know that I need to make sure I'm like making space to do all of the things I want to do. And part of my thing with the whole conflict resolution, like, space that I'm trying to create like on my site is I do really think it would be valuable to do like my dream would definitely be to launch a podcast and yeah. I know that if I'm putting a lot of time and content into the podcast it's almost gonna be like a mini crash course in conflict yeah. resolution so it's like I have to make sure I'm not spreading myself too thin like I have this idea for a podcast all the right questions with Amanda Warner so well, excited that. yeah but if I'm spending like 60 to 70 percent of my time on that plus I'm having a full stack of clients like maybe a course needs to be like sidelined like it's so easy I think just in this space that I'm in right now to just go in like head first and do everything um and as excited as I am to do a course I just yeah I probably need to wait which is the sad reality <laughs> yeah and the course that you would build right now versus the course you would build a year from now will be totally mm -hmm. different. Like in the same way, yes, you bought you buying my very first product, you know, is extremely different than the book I wrote. You know what I mean? Like, right. And I'm like, oh, the book is like a million times, you know, better because I had so much more experience, you know, and like just like mm -hmm. something that's more authentic to who I am. So just know mm -hmm. and just trust that when the course comes, it's the right time, you know? Um, yeah. And then totally. you'll have all those client testimonials. It'll just be easier for you to sell. I I, mm -hmm. I was also thinking back in the way back at our beginning of our call, I was thinking in my head for you, a podcast. So I'm glad that you were thinking about that. Yes, I, I have that was been, yeah. A good idea, because that'd be a great way to discuss as well. And you're so strong with like verbal communication and speaking and you're really able to like articulate yourself really well. That would translate so easily into a podcast. And then you being like yeah. having episodes about like, what is conflict resolution? Or like, <laughs> you know, samples or like even doing this, like, I mean, with clients or somehow yeah finding, and like doing like yeah. free paid or like some sort of session where that you record it and you share it anonymously totally. on the podcast you look at like a sense of what it's like like all that education could go so well through that channel of a podcast you know it's funny I know we're doing that right now but I honestly hadn't even thought of that till you mentioned it I think that's a great idea because 
I think like, I think people vaguely know what goes into like therapy or co or like coaching for business, but like mm -hmm. they probably have no idea what conflict coaching is. So yeah. if they could listen to it and see like, Oh, like that's how it goes. That would be really helpful. Maybe I, maybe I will work on that. I think um you're right though, that like being able to have also like the verbal, like, um, outlet to really explain in depth beyond what I'm able to maybe even explain on my site will be great to compliment it. So maybe mm -hmm. someone who's hesitant to book that free consult even could listen to my episode, right. And like get a sense and then book the consult and then go from there. So yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And like you having a podcast, you know, establishes you as more of like a thought leader in your space, you know, you're creating this content, mm -hmm. like it's, it all is perfect for like building your brand and building awareness and mm -hmm. people just getting to know you and like you and trust you and then learn and understand. True. Yeah. So I think that's hearing my idea. voice. Yeah. Hearing yeah. my voice will make them trust me because right now they probably, yeah, they probably don't know me super well. So yeah, you're right. That's a smart way for them to feel like they're building a relationship with me and then actually take the risk to build a relationship once we start working together. So yeah, that's totally. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I think that's awesome. Um, Cool. Let's do the next one. What do you wish you had known the month after you launched your true genius, the business coaching site? Ooh, what do I wish I knew? The word that I just intuitively heard was just like trust. You know, I think, <laughs> I think it's always nerve wracking, pivoting and trying and putting yourself out there. I think it's just trusting that all the dots will connect down the road and mm. it's okay if it doesn't, you know, have a huge success right off the bat but just sort of trusting the path and trusting your intuitive downloads and taking things bit by bit um I think more trust would have served me in my journey <laughs> mm -hmm. so that's not like a strategy piece but that's definitely like a I think a mindset piece let me think of something tactical strategy wise sure. um yeah yeah it's totally personal to you so obviously it will take some time to think so no rush <laughs> I think the biggest thing, I think maybe just like owning it, I think on a mm. mindset bit, like it was something I, I always, I remember the first time somebody asked me to give them business coaching, I was like, what the heck? Like really, <laughs> like seriously, I think if I just owned it a little bit more and mm. was just like, you know, I actually have experience building businesses and I did go to business school and I'm like, not as stupid as I think. Like if I, mm -hmm. I think own my strengths and my gifts, I think a little bit better and I think I would have been a little bit more confident. Um, I think that those two things, I think, would have been helpful. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And it could have helped you, like, even enjoy success when it came. Like, my sense of it all is you started being successful, and then you started raising the bar, and it took a long time for you to lean into the the positive outcomes you were seeing in your business. Does that sound right? Like Totally. Some time yeah for sure for sure so I would say the biggest thing is like I think trusting the path even though I was making a lot of pivots and changes and then also owning my gifts more confidently and being like mm. you know I can do this mm. and mm. you know if, if people are asking I should like be as confident in myself as they are in me and not mm. be like mm. oh are you sure you know and doubt yeah. myself yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's a lot of good advice, actually, because I'm sure like, uh, upon launching, you know, I'll have my first few clients, I'll be so nervous, I'll be so excited, so happy. And there will be a bit of that imposter syndrome, it'll feel a little like, Oh, my gosh, you're trusting me with this, like, oh, but I have to rely on Yeah, the fact that I know I'm good at what I do. And like, I have the training and I'm 
excited to help them and I'm I'm eager to give them the best possible experience and I think um yeah trusting in that will definitely help me so thank you for sharing that <laughs> yeah of course and the other biggest thing I remember a long time ago one of my previous coaches had told me and it was a thing that had always stuck with me is just like trusting that like people came to you for a reason you know and when you do get a client it's like trusting that they came to you they paid you they spent time with you like they picked you you know and I think mm -hmm. that indirectly gave me a lot of confidence of like oh yeah that's true like you know this person had a dream or a goal or a problem and they like literally came to you to help you solve it and then I was like that oh, I is feel, cool. like, honored so I think that's totally a mindset to take on at the beginning like they yeah I love that I love that yeah it definitely reminds you that like they saw you as worthy so like mm -hmm. you should just show up and feel that because that is so special it's like in a relationship it's like mm -hmm. there's a choice right and that makes yeah. it that's what makes it so powerful is you're you're choosing to show up in the relationship and I think that's why conflict's so scary sometimes like in a relationship if you're having conflict it's like you could just like break up or you could deal with this conflict and and there's a lot at stake and I think um, people are feeling that a lot, like in the pandemic with their significant others, mm -hmm. with their friends, like friends matter more than ever. And like some little tiff, like it just, it feels like it could spiral and be your whole world. So yeah, I hope if people are trusting me with like relationships that are so important to them, like I hope that I will not take that for granted and I'll stay really, like you said, honored and just like grateful to, to help them. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's also part of like, you know, your gift is like helping people, you know, and supporting. Mm -hmm. Um, and you mm -hmm. did mention another thing that I just thought of like from a marketing standpoint, like, you know, given our time and, and COVID and everybody working from home and just the state of our world, like there's just so much added extra conflict and like, you know, your, your work is so timely. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that always being such a key piece to think about, you know, even when you think mm -hmm. about marketing or if you're going to like, mm -hmm teach yourself to do a speaking gig or a, a workshop mm. for a company, you know, being like, this is like a timely message. Like people need to be resolving conflicts now because there's a lot of conflict happening and, you know, tiffs happening between people or like you're, you're in your house with your significant other all the time. You know, this is like a mm -hmm. very timely service you're offering. Yeah. That's a great point. That's why yeah. they pay you the big bucks to pull out those golden nuggets. I love it. Thank <laughs> you. That's really helpful. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. The last question we'll do something really quickly is, the biggest time suck running your own business and how you have expedited it. Mm -hmm. mm, biggest time suck. I have automated and systematized a ton of things. So mm -hmm. I would say, um, uh, right now I, I have gone back to editing my own podcast. That takes time. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. should pass that back. I'm trying to wind down the show. So, um, that's why I've been like editing it myself, but that always takes time. And mm. I would say that having that, when I used to outsource that, I really enjoyed that. Um, other than that, <laughs> most things are streamlined and systematized in those systems mm -hmm. I teach inside your conscious empire. But I'm trying to think about other time sucks. I don't know. The other, I mean, I just, now I really try to be cognizant of screen time and just wasting time on Instagram. I would definitely <laughs> say that. I'm not even joking. I just life. <laughs> Yeah, but just Fair like enough. not being productive and just like wasting time on Instagram and having like hours a day on Instagram, which is stupid. And I'm just scrolling and not actually posting something. So that's probably my biggest genuine time okay. suck. <laughs> that's good advice. Yeah, I'd really wanted to do a January like Instagram free. But when it came to like knowing I was going to launch this business, hopefully in the next month or two, I was like, no, I need to be on it for like 
marketing purposes, work purposes. I feel like you can just skew it to pretend you're doing work, but you're really yeah. not. So <laughs> yep, that's funny. Definitely my problem. Definitely my yeah. problem. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Any other questions, Amanda? Anything else? No, you know, I think you answered all my questions really well. I'm so happy we got through all of them. I definitely was worried we won. So yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to go through it. So like systematically, that's awesome. Yeah, you're so welcome. These were excellent questions. And what was the number one most helpful thing for you today, Amanda? Oh, gosh. Oh, number one most helpful. You know what? Probably the thing I came in the most like anxious about and uncertain about was the um, idea of pricing. And I really mm -hmm. wanted to look outward for that because I knew if I only looked inward, I would just be stuck. I would just not make progress. So I'm super happy that I kind of made progress on that. And then I just really think what I'll most um, take was your idea to reach out um, for testimonials, offering it that half price rate feels good because I'm still being paid for my work, but also it's really going to incentivize people and hopefully stir up some business like when I first launch. Um, yeah, so that's probably like the big, biggest strategic thing I will take. And um, yeah, I, I think it was all super helpful, though, when it came to like figuring out timing for me, moving into courses, moving into podcasts, like hearing someone like you who has a podcast that we're we're literally doing right now say that they <laughs> think my content would be well suited for a podcast is like super affirming so yeah I really appreciate that yay I'm so glad well thank you so much for being here since the early days of my business and thank you for reading my hey, book and writing a kind review and for being vulnerable and doing this session and asking such great questions so thank you so much Amanda yeah you're most welcome thank you all right, my friends, and there you have it. That is the session for you today. I hope you enjoyed listening to this coaching call with Amanda. I hope you found it useful and valuable, and I always appreciate you spending the time with me here on the podcast. If you want to figure out your unique genius and discover how to, the, how to do the work that only you can do in the world, you can order a copy of P.S. You're a Genius, my very first published book, at kellytrack.com books. That's kellytrack.com books. Plus, my audiobook, is officially out, which means if you want to hear me tell you the book <laughs> and have me narrate it for you, which was so fun to produce and record, you can go do that. It's linked as well at kellytrack.com books, and you can find it there. So I would love to have you physically read the book, or if you want to listen to the book, you can have that too. <laughs> All the reading options, reading slash listening. And hey, if you've ever wanted to work with me privately and get support, kellytrack.com slash coaching is where you go. I do a lot of private intensives and I'd be absolutely delighted and over the moon to work with you in helping you build out a business that feels really good and aligned for you. All right, that is that. And I will catch you back here soon. All right, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.